Hey, this is Mike Zwick from If Not For God podcast. Our show, Stories of Hopelessness Turned Into Hope. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us today, and we are very glad to be back in studio. It's been a couple weeks. We've been uh, out of studio. We've done a couple best ofs. Uh, I don't know that we technically have any best ofs, <laughs> but, but we call it that. Moderately okays. Yeah, yeah. We, we, it's better than reruns. And uh, no, we had a couple best ofs back, back to back, and now we're back in studio, and it's great to, to be with my band of brothers and... and uh, also to be with you guys, and so thank you for listening. Uh, Jim, you want to tell us a little bit about today's topic that we're talking about? Today's topic is forgiveness, which apparently I came up with in, in a moment that went right through my elderly brain, but uh, it is a very important topic for us, and we pretend that you've heard a, a Shrek, a funny Shrek uh, film clip, because that's what we were going to do now, but that changed. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it was about forgiveness. Shrek and Donkey forgiving one another. Yeah, and and they and we know they will because they're wonderful cartoon characters. It's a little tougher for the rest of us, but we're going to open. You want to open with the clip um, coming for, and I'll need forgiveness for this from some of the uh, more, uh, shall we say, legalistic, for lack of a better word, Christians that think the shack was a travesty, but there's plenty of good stuff in there. And this first clip is one where the main character, Mac, almost said Mackerel, that's my cat who I call Mac, Mackenzie, is a father who has lost his daughter in a murder. And uh, one of the things that I just caught today when I was re-watching some of that is he was probably the one that killed his father. We saw a brief clip of him putting strychnine in his father's booze, who would beat up on his mother and him when he had been drinking. But he was a good church-going dad, and when he was exposed by his son, he got quite a whipping. And this is them meeting in heaven of sorts. No. Oh, oh <laughs> never mind. But we'll come back to that one. But this this is one. Well, this is a good one to start with because in this one, and I don't think we have God in the other one. So this then this one, God actually has a male voice, but uh, he is played by both male and female, and that bothered a lot of folks. But in this clip, it is him being in the position of being told by God he needed to forgive the guy that killed his daughter. Yep, and so we'll go ahead and listen to that. He killed my daughter. I want to hurt him. I want him to hurt like he hurt me. I want you to hurt him. I know you do. But he too is my son. 
And I want to redeem him. Redeem him? He should burn in hell. So we're back to you as the judge. So you, you just let him get away with it? Nobody gets away with anything. Everything bears consequences. What he did was horrible. I'm not asking you to excuse what he did. I'm asking you to trust me to do what's right and to know what's best. And then what? Forgiveness doesn't establish your relationship. It's just about letting go of his throat. Mac, the pain inside is devouring you, robbing you of joy and crippling your capacity to love. I can't. You're not stuck because you can't. You're stuck because you won't. You don't have to do this alone. I'm here with you. I don't know how. Just say it out loud. I forgive you. Mackenzie, you're such a joy. That's a great clip, Jim. You know, there's a, a lot to it. Danny, you also picked this clip. And so I wanted to go ahead and ask you a little bit about uh, what about this clip really spoke to your heart. I mean, there's a lot in there. Yeah. Uh, it's a very powerful clip. Well, when I think of forgiveness, I think about you going back through your life. And obviously this man has had a traumatic experience in his life. And it reminds me of a traumatic experience that I had. I didn't lose my daughter from a murder but my first wife took her and i didn't see her for four and a half years and didn't know exactly where she was couldn't lay eyes on her and that was part of the reason i stayed in the throes of addiction for about eight and a half years and it literally was devouring me on the inside and even after I got custody of my daughter. It still ate at me, the the anger and hatred that I had for the woman who did this. And it's been an unpacking process over the past 26 years of learning to let go of, I love what the, the God character says, it's about letting go of her throat. Mm-hmm. Because what your flesh, what your whatever you want to call it, tells you is revenge will fix this. But revenge never fixes anything. But the forgiveness, the the part of learning to let go and go, I forgive you, allows an internal freedom inside. That's what I've experienced because I've had to go and to make amends for those things that have ate me up inside. And it has actually been one of the most freeing things that I've ever experienced. I've actually known the fact that I used to be a guy who looked at the ground a lot because I couldn't face the world with the things I thought I had done. But allowing forgiveness in my life has allowed me to look the world in the eye and go, I'm as square as I can be today with the world. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the enemy's good at keeping us hostage 
in this place where we feel like we don't want to forgive, which we, most time we don't want to. Right? It's not, not a matter of wanting. It's a matter of what's best for my heart and what's best for my life. You know that we may need to versus want to. But also, you know, he likes to let us think that if we forgive somehow, we're letting them get off with it, right? You know, when you hear Mac talking here, you know, he's, he's almost implying to God, or he's telling God, basically, you're going to let him get away with this. And, and the issue wasn't about the other guy. It was about Mac's heart, right? And, and that one line that you talked about in there was very powerful. When I think of forgiveness as being letting go of the throat, it makes it a little easier to do. at least i'm not trying to kill them (laughs) yeah well i mean it it makes it at least more achievable right to where i can move towards that next step and that is you asked me why i chose this topic and what i remember most is how in society right now Mm -hmm. i mean we got people that want to kill each other whether they're wearing a mask or not or you know, they're unforgiving of anything that goes on. And that's a big part of why I don't watch the news because I don't want to go through that and get angry myself and, and need to be forgiving. But it happens both on a macro scale with society and in the most intimate settings of our families. There are people that we are bearing grudges against and it's doing us more damage than them. The great quote on that is you know it's having wanting revenge is one of the ways i've heard it most is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and and at the end of the day you're just holding yourself prisoner to that 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 experience i remember um i think one thing that's important is god will call you to forgive but he doesn't necessarily call you back into relationship right those are two different things yeah Right, you know, a lot of you guys know a lot of my story with my sister who was so cruel to me. He still called me to forgive her, although I never spoke to her again before she died. Right, that was not what he called me to do. He called me to forgive her, and the way that he did that is he woke me up a few times in the middle of the night telling me to pray for her. Yeah, and the first night I just kind of laughed at him. <laughs> like, really? Why would I want to pray for her? You know, I mean, I was just so angry and hurt and all that, but he, he kept on me until the point where I legitimately prayed for her, and the freedom that I got from that was amazing. The power that she had over me, a lot of the agreements that I had made, it laid the groundwork. That forgiveness laid the groundwork to break agreements and to go gain ground back, right? But none of that can happen until the forgiveness happens because it's holding you hostage. It's holding you trapped in that spot. You know, I thought that's what that clip really did well. It kind of explained that to him. Well, I've heard it said that resentment is the cancer to the soul because it literally eats at you. And it does all the things that the clip says. It steals your joy, steals your happiness, and it it inhibits your ability to love others because you go into a walled protection and you shut yourself down. You do. You do. As, as we were um, listening to the intro for the show, one of the things that came to my mind was the Lord's Prayer. You know, we're called to, uh, we're asked for forgiveness as we forgive those that have trespassed against us. You know, that's the version I learned growing up, right? Uh, you know, it's a forgiveness-based relationship. Yes, there's the forgiveness between us and God. And, and Rodney, I know you want to talk about that and 
want you to talk about it, but there's also the forgiveness of others. Yeah, and that's one of the things that today, like Jim just mentioned, how, how in heck can we, can we go down a path in a relationship with anybody if we're not going to be forgiving because we all are hurting each other in one way or another continually? There's, there's room to stop, pause, take a breath, think about what you're going to say, and then move in that relationship a little stronger with some forgiveness and, you know, think about, you know, who's really behind that. You know, as a, as a Christian, we have a little different mindset than the secular world. And we're going to talk about that, you know, on through this show and into the after hours. And I think we just need to always keep in mind where we're at so that we know where others are at as well. Because I fall down all the time. And I want that forgiveness, so why wouldn't I then then offer it up to someone else as well? Uh, I forgive you, Rodney. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Go to maskandjourney.org. There is a great, great announcement. We have a boot camp coming up. Coming up April something through May 2nd. I think it's April 29th through May 2nd, I think are the dates. But it's that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Go to maskandjourneyradio.org to register now. What if one weekend wasn't up to you that you could go and God would orchestrate it all? Masculine Journey Boot Camp, basic training designed to give men permission to be how God made them, passionate warriors for the kingdom. Based on John Eldridge's wild at heart, experience four days purpose for God to come after and perhaps reawaken dreams and desires he uniquely placed in your masculine heart. Masculine Journey Spring Boot Camp coming up April 29th through May the 2nd. Go to MasculineJourney.org and register today. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. Go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. You go to facebook.com and click the donate button, or you can go to masculinejourney.org and find the donate button. masculinejourney.org. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. Is rarely the one in pain. Instead, the one who will not forgive is the one who wears the chains. So I opened up that prison door. Jim, who is this that was singing? That's uh, Steve Chapman. And uh, we, my wife and I saw him a couple times at the Cove, loved he and his wife Annie, who sang together, and they decided that they were very popular at those conventions because people came to see Stephen Curtis Chap- Chapman, and it was <laughs> Stephen Annie Chapman. But wonderful couple, couple uh, hilarious, great teachers. And this song, and it goes on to saying, you know, Jesus gave him the key to that room and had him open it up and after torturing this person that offended him all those years he found the person that was imprisoned was himself and i mean the first time i heard that i cried because mm-hmm. i was angry and and in a position where that was i was the one that was suffering because i wasn't forgiving and i've had a I haven't had the huge offenses that most people in this room, much less in this world, have had. My life has not been full of 
nasty people, but we all encounter them every day. But I find it much easier to forgive now, realizing that that's what's best for me. Mm-hmm. Now, a question I didn't prep you guys for, which is what I like to do, because sometimes they just come to me. But and it's not really one that we got to each answer. But honestly, is there really ever a time that there's not somebody in your life you probably need to forgive? And starting with yourself. Starting with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Going to the immediate family and then circles outside of that to work, you know, to friends, to whatever. You know, just keep keep expanding that circle. There's always opportunity to forgive. So it's not like it's something that happens a, once in a while in our life. It's something that we need to be practicing pretty regularly. Yeah, I find myself running in circles all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that can happen. Yeah, you get out there and like you say, that you make a circle around one area and you're like, okay, I, I forgive them. You know, because really what I'm doing is I'm forgiving myself for what I thought of them. Because mm-hmm. that's usually what the problem is. It's more on my side than it is theirs. But you finally you get that done. You're like, whew, okay, I can move on. Oh, there's another one. And then all of a sudden, that's like, we're, we're dealing with work and we're just, we've all been displaced out of our area. We're sitting somewhere else. Part of it was because of COVID. Now we're all moved because we're remodeling some things. And I think part of this is because of COVID because it's going to give us more separation and it's going to give us more barrier between us and all this other stuff. And me and my uh, cohort, we're we're getting stuck in a little cove. And it's like, this just doesn't work. We we need more area because we wanted to do something with it. And we said we made a proposal. We thought we could get it. We're not getting it. And then I went into selfish mode and was like, well, if I'm not going to get that, I'm just going to stay sitting in the annex area where we're at right now, and I'm just not going to even go back down there to heck with all this. And I'm just, it took Jesus a little while to work on my heart and to say, this isn't that big a deal. It's just where you're sitting. You know, this isn't that big a deal. Nobody's out to get you. Just let it go. Let it ride. And that was just, you know, Monday when I was dealing with this, and it was just like, okay, get over it. I can get over that thing. And then, of course, then there's something else. And then you're something else. And then I sit around you guys. And there's a lot of things. You know, but now we're, there's always something else around the corner. Well, there's plenty that we'll give you opportunity to forgive us for before the end of the (laughs) evening. I'm rather certain. Uh, Danny, I want to ask you a quick question about something you, if you don't mind sharing, the forgiveness inventory. Oh, the inventory. Do you mind sharing a little bit about that? Because I think it's something, even though it came from the 12-step program that you're telling us about, it's something that'd be a good practice for us. Yeah, is um, I got it in twelve-step programs, trying to rid myself of the habits of alcohol and drugs. And but basically, it wasn't about drinking and drugging so much. It was about walking through a process of listing the people you had harmed. And for those of you who would who would know about it, it'd be the fourth and fifth step or the major. They list in the people you'd harmed and write out what it is you're resentful about them for, and then the process of going to them and making amends for your part of the story. And ironically, that's where, if you like to call it that, the self-forgiveness comes. It's because all of a sudden you're confronting things that that were eating you, it bothered you that this was part of the thing. And even though they may have wronged you more than you did them, 
you didn't get to go there. You had to stay on your side of the street, or as us country boys say, you had your front porch. I was just pondering the front porch thing. <laughs> It'll come to you. It'll, <laughs> It'll come, come to you. Yeah. It'll come to me. Now, I, I, I want to take it to a 24-step program. Now, the I think that the inventory can work both ways, though. Right, you know, in in, in that scenario, you're you're listing the things that you need forgiveness from. I think there's also value in listing the things that you feel like you need to give other people forgiveness of, right? Because those are things you can invite God into and say, God, help me work on this. Where do I find this forgiveness in this situation? Because some are easy to forgive. The whole donkey Shrek clip we were going to play, they were just mad at each other, building a wall in the middle of the swamp. You know, they're, they're going to forgive pretty quickly. But other things take years, if not a lifetime, to kind of find a way to forgive without God getting in the middle of it. Well, what you find sometimes and what I have found over the years is going to someone, it all of a sudden opens a door and they begin, number one, didn't realize that even happened, but then they begin talking to you about, man, I wish I would have done this and opened up and it just opens up doors that were eternally locked, so to speak. God Mm -hmm. does amazing things. One quick story. I had a girl on my list that I'd done woefully wrong in my addiction. And she was on my list, but I didn't want to see her because I figured she at least had a 357 waiting. I mean, that was that. So I leave a a 12-step meeting one night going home and stop to get a Pepsi. And guess who the cashier was? And I thought, how do I get around this? And I ducked and dodged and checked out, went and got my car and got about 10 minutes up the road or two miles up the road. And I can hear the Holy Spirit saying, if you think you're riding out of here and going to sleep tonight, you got another thing coming. Yeah. <laughs> Go back. And so I turned around and went back, and it opened up a dialogue so, so that we were able to the forgiveness happened and you know it, it was a done deal i didn't have to worry about her shooting me in the back because she obviously didn't so uh, and i think your your point reminded me of a time with my first wife that god had was prompting me for a long time if you can't listen to the show much you know it takes me a long time to really get on board sometimes <laughs> god has to work on me for a while i stubbornness i don't know what it is you know i trust him but i it's more of a, I just don't feel like doing it right now, God. But you know, he was calling me to, to call her, and we hadn't had much of a relationship over the, other than information we had to pass back and forth about our kids, right? You know, you're going to pick up the girls here. Okay, I'll meet you then. I mean, as little as information as you could, and he was calling for me to apologize to her. And I'm like, well, God, I actually feel more wronged here. <laughs> I mean, I had every justification. He's like, I want you to apologize. And so one day I called her and I'm praying, oh, please don't answer. Please don't answer. <laughs> and she answered. And I said, hey, I just uh, been hearing from God a lot that I just need to apologize to you. And we, we talked for a few minutes. And it led into her giving a heartfelt apology to me. Right? And th- that was your point, right? That sometimes it's you give a little and gain a lot in the midst of it just by being obedient. You know, in our relationship, I mean, we don't talk in, in, at all, really. Not because we can't. Our lives just aren't in the same circles anymore. But I could call her if I needed to, and we could have a conversation, and everything would be fine. You know, but that's all because of the cycle of forgiveness. And what both of you pointed out in your stories there is 
how is the 99% of forgiveness needs to go both ways. Yeah. It's a rare case where one person's totally innocent and the other one is totally wrong them. I think we've got enough time for this 44-second clip, so go ahead and tell, this is a father. <laughs> and this is a the quick introduction, that, which I did earlier, is father was killed by the son because he was abusing his mother and, and, him, the, and him. And this is them meeting They're in heaven. They're in heaven. Right. Dad. Mac, I'm so sorry for everything. I was blind and I couldn't see you. Couldn't see anyone. I know. I know. I was scared. I didn't know what to do. Son, I forgive you. You become the father I could never be. I'm so proud of you. And that's the power of both people forgiving. Yes. And the father was dead and in heaven. Actually, Mac was visiting briefly. Uh, but it really is a matter of uh, both of them had terribly wronged the other. Now, in heaven, I'm sure it's going to be much easier to be forgiving. But this whole movie revolves around the forgiveness that Mac needs to give in order to save his marriage uh, keep his children from living in this place of despair and despondency. They were both another part of the movie that God's saying, well, you have to send one of them to hell. Who's it going to be? And and pointed out all the things the kids had done wrong. And he says, well, I can't. You know, Take me instead, which is what Christ did for us. Yeah, you actually see in, in, in that movie – all three elements, you know, Mac has to forgive God because he feels like God didn't do what God's supposed to do, right? And we can fall in that category, you know, of a, a forgiveness of father and son, you know, up and down that way. There's relational forgiveness and society forgiveness, you know, of the person that killed his, he didn't know him personally, but the person that killed his uh, daughter, but also some level of self-forgiveness, right? Because he was a father on watch when the daughter went, went missing. Right, and we just barely touched on the topic. We haven't got a chance to talk to Harold yet. So we go down, go and download the After Hours podcast. You're going to hear Harold. You're going to hear more of this topic. We're going to touch on a lot of different parts of it. Go to masculinejourney.org to download that. You can go to um, boy Spotify, iTunes, all the different locations that the, you can get uh, podcasts. I think we're available on pretty much all of them. Uh, Masculine Journey After Hours is what that's called. It'll be called Forgiveness. And then uh, go register for the boot camp because that's really where God's got some amazing stuff he wants to do with you. We can't wait to see you there. We know that God has special things for us and special things for you. MasculineJourney.org boot camp, April 29th through May 2nd. This is the Truth Network.